real easy. If we think about it. I'm distracted. I'm kind of wander through life asking all the wrong questions, paying attention to all the wrong things. And where this is coming from today, you know, there's a really, really good book. I prefer you listen to it on audiobook. There's tons of free versions on YouTube. It's called Napoleon Hills, Outwitting the Devil. And supposedly there's this conversation Napoleon has with the devil asking him, how is it that he trips up humanity? How does he persuade us to make bad decisions? Because the devil can never do anything to us. He just gives us the opportunities to make mistakes. And uh, they use this term called drifting. And it's essentially the idea of putting you in a state of mind where you no longer make intentional decisions. You just kind of float like a dandelion seed through the wind, wherever it carries you. When that happens, you're no longer thinking. If you're not thinking, you're not making choices based on your own intent. And unintentional choices, unbusy hands. And see, those are the devil's work. And see, it doesn't matter what your religious beliefs are. This idea, this concept of paying attention to nothing in life, allowing the circumstances created around you to dictate what you have, don't have, how you feel. It's no way to live. And I can say that confidently. That is no way to live. Because I've lived both versions of that. I've done things intentionally. And lived that version of life. And then I've just given up. Went through every single day like it's the same day. Rinse and repeat the same habits. But not habits of growth, just habits. Get up, drink an energy drink, go to work. Zone out while I'm at work because I don't like my job. Go home tired because I was zoned out all day. Didn't work my mind at all. Probably get some food that isn't the greatest for me. You know, something out of a drive-thru. Or maybe I'll save a couple bucks and get a frozen pizza instead. It's a really bad day, so I might want some sugar. You know, have some Oreos, some ice cream. Whatever. Watch the same TV shows, whether it's a rerun or, you know, you start a new series. Complain about you never have time for yourself. You never have time to do the things you want. But then you watch three to four hours, Netflix, Hulu, whatever. Before you fall asleep. And that's not even when alcohol is involved. When alcohol is involved, it gets way more expensive and way more depressing. And see, this idea of drifting. Like I said, just has so much value. And where it came up specifically today was it's 9 a.m. You know, I got up. Went to a Halloween party last night. Didn't drink as much as I normally do. I just wasn't feeling it, so I was able to stop myself. And, 
got up 7.30, went to the grocery store. So, you know, I've been out shopping, walking around for nearly two hours now. And I ended up spending nearly $300 today. And I told myself earlier in the week that I wasn't going to spend a lot of money on groceries because there's a lot in the house. And it's kind of a, a torn, you know. Was it the right decision? Was it the bad decision? I think making a decision is the most important thing, right? So I have a lot of food that's on the edge of being spoiled or not. So when the plan is, I'm, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get rid of everything expired, close to expired. You know, I'm the type of guy who will hold on to, you know, a tub of protein powder or a box of pasta for, you know, six months past its due date. Green beans, two months past its due date. Because, you know, it's, it's only green beans and pasta. It's not going to be moldy. So my mouth is going to flavor. But I like holding on to my mistakes. That's the point. Let's Let's go back, right? Jim Rohn talks about how if you show me a man's bank account, I'll show you his cholesterol. Because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. If you're drifting through any part of your life, your job, your health, relationships, that trickles into every other aspect of your life if you want to think it's true or not. I promise you, if you're not in the physical shape that you want to be in, it's a very good possibility your relationship is struggling. Whether it's your wife, whether it's your husband, your brother, your sister, your mother, the people that are important to you, you probably don't have the relationship that you want to have. And you're struggling with money. And not just struggling with money because, you know, it's it's employment's hard right now. You're struggling with money because you continue to spend more than you need. You continue to spend more than you have. You continually, you know... One of the biggest culprits I see today is candles and video games. Subscriptions, buying things on the app store to improve your rank, and buying freaking candles and soaps from specific stores we won't get into. So if you're drifting with your money, you're probably drifting with everything else. If you go to work every day hating it, trying not to think so that way the time goes by without noticing, you probably aren't that productive when you get home. And so I spent $300 at the grocery store today. One, because I want to get rid of my past burdens. I want to get rid of my past mistakes. All that food that's on the cusp of going spoiled. I'm going to cook up immediately, throw away, put into the compost. Right? I'm going to get rid of it all. I need to stop holding on to my mistakes. Let go of my burdens. Because, see, I, I like to dwell on it. I don't feel a lot of emotions anymore. But one of the emotions that I feel strongest is regret. And I judge myself hardcore. Like, I'm trying to think what even the term is right now. I'm slightly over caffeinated on an empty stomach. So my brain's a little. Firing everywhere right now, but you know this is this is important to me. Regret and guilt. I was the other one. Guilt. I feel guilty because I bought four green peppers and I only used two. 
I feel guilty because I got busy in the middle of the week and forgot about my bananas, and now they're almost mushed completely, and bats are flying around them, and they're ripped open. And then I feel regret about my decisions all week because I didn't do the meal plan, or I didn't cook them, or forgot that they were there, or, you know, whatever version of this applies. And see, it's, it's that same thing, right? It's drifting through life, not making intentional decisions. Because I want to forget that I had to work 12 hours today, I'm just going to go through the drive through and forget about my meal plan. Just because I'm mad at myself for where I'm at today, so I'm going to use that as a reason to become paralyzed and not do anything to change tomorrow. I'm going to let the food just rot in my fridge until it begins to smell. And then only when I start smelling will I get rid of it. Will I do something with it? I know I'm all over the place. If you listen to any of these, you know I, I just... I get emotional and I get passionate and I get excited. I just ramble. Because there's always these thoughts coming to my head at once. And talking through them help organize the whole point. And the whole point is intentional action. I spent more money than I planned. So I can get rid of all of my past. Not forget about it. Just stop holding me against myself. I bought plenty of food to follow any version of the meal plan that I choose to go by this week. This week's meal plan? Eat only home-cooked food. Good home-cooked food. And track it. We're not counting anything to stay within a certain macro amount. We're not trying to stay within a certain calorie amount. Make good home-cooked food. Eat only home-cooked food. That's it. Except for bowl cereal. You know, I got some cereal, honey bunches of oats with almonds. And I'm not caring that it's not cooked, you know. But no drive throughs no fast foods, no ordering foods. Got to come from my own kitchen this week. That's the meal plan. That's it. Because I want to remember what it's like to go through that process. I'm a firm believer in forced adaptation. But there's a time and place for everything. And right now, working 70 hours a week, judging myself and feeling so guilty for all my, my things that I'm not done yet. This is not the week for forced adaptation. This is the week to just recenter myself. Show myself that I can pick up a couple good habits really quick and execute against them. That's all I'm trying to do this week. But yeah, that's really all I got, you know. I bought all this food. And really, like, I bought $300 worth of stuff today. 100 of it was in lottery. Okay, let's be real. My wife loves the lottery. Um, she's been having a lot of really good luck today. My intuition said, hey, you should buy these ones. Right? Because when I left the house, I was like, Someone's telling me, buy some scratch-offs. Went to the first place when I got my coffee. And I like the numbers. I like the tickets they had. Second store, I like the tickets they had. Third store, someone told me this could be it. You know, and is, in my opinion, lottery every ever a good spending money? Hell no. But it's something that my wife finds pleasure in. 
and how many things do we overspend on when it comes to pleasure, right? You know, I have plenty of money in the bank too, to provide a hundred dollars worth of pleasure. And you know, sometimes we're our car broke, sometimes our house broke, living in a neighborhood we have no business being in, buying a car that we really can't afford, whether because it makes us feel good or impresses somebody else. Some of it's our pets. How many of us have more pets than we can afford to feed and take to the vet? Buy entirely too many toys for that they can't play with or they're just shred and then you end up throwing away. Some of it's sneakers. Some of it's Candy Crush in-game purchases. Like, there's all fine, all kinds of pleasure. And, you know, like I said, I had plenty of money. You know, we're knocking out all of our financial goals right now. So I figured I'd surprise her and spend a little bit of money. And see, I'm not going to give them to her all at once. I give her to her one a day. That way she can be surprised. And then, you know, I bought a kettlebell. Kettlebells aren't cheap. Kind of expensive. So, you know, 50-pound kettlebell, I think it was like 25, 30 bucks maybe. And, uh... So that was a you know slightly bigger purchase. You know, a couple of little things that were necessities that are a little bit more expensive. Under soap. You know, so it wasn't like I spent three hundred dollars just straight up on groceries. But the matter of fact was I went to the store with a plan to not spend a lot. I spent way more than I expected. But to me, it was worth it. And see the reason why I spent way more than I expected is because I haven't been meal prepping in so long. I haven't been intentionally saying, this is what I'm going to eat this week, so I need to buy these groceries. I didn't know how much of what I needed to buy because I didn't know how much each thing would make anymore. You know, it's probably been three months since I've actually made food for a week and ate it for a week. So I don't even know what all I needed and what quantities. I just bought. And we'll see what happens. And see, if I was in the habit of paying attention to what I was eating, I'd know exactly how much I could eat in a week and how much I needed to buy. But that's really all I got right now. It's on my mind. I'm sure.